didn't, as you know, write a concession speech, because even though we had a lot of bumps those last 10 days, uh, I, I still thought, you know, we could pull it out. So I worked on um, a speech that really was about my journey and had a, had a real emphasis on my mother's life and journey as a way of, you know, making it clear that, yes, I would be the first woman president, but I, I like everybody, uh, stood on the shoulders and lived the lives uh, and experiences of those who came before us. I dream of going up to her and sitting down next to her, taking her in my arms and saying, look at me, listen to me. You will survive. You will have a good family of your own and three children. And as hard as it might be to imagine, your daughter will grow up and become the president of the United States. <laughs> wow. Abs and a six pack. Abs and a six pack. This is a six pack episode 125. I'm here with Sir Ducifer and Sir not appearing on this podcast, aka Rob Dew of Infowars and Credit of OBDM. And this is a new live son of a bitch. How's it going, fellas? Oh, it's going great. Uh, I got a question though. What the hell were we just listening to in the intro? Um, that was it sounded like um, it sounded like yaks dying or something. It was like ah, 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 ah. I mean, yeah. it was, well, maybe it was my feed. I don't know. That's what that's what it sounded like. And then I heard Alex Jones pop in. Yeah, that was uh, that was Hillary Rodham Clinton uh, reading her victory speech that would have been on 2016. <laughs> I'll uh, replay that for you right now. Oh, that's what that was. Okay. There, there it is. Yes. Yeah, so that was uh, oh, live feed. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's... Uh, was she, was she really you saw crying video, thinking but... about herself? I saw a picture of the video. Yeah. I didn't watch it though. I'm like, I don't need to watch. I watch enough real stuff. I don't need to go into fake fantasy land. Yeah, I know. People kept making fun of Rittenhouse for how he cried on the stand, but Hillary's cries there were a billion times worse. Oh, well, and I think Hillary will never be on trial for self defense. She just goes out and, in my opinion, murders people. You know, or she started. She started the uh, what's that service where you can master class where you can get um, you know expert uh, you sign up for a monthly fee and you get like expert uh, teachings and classes from people. She's on there now. She's promoting it on her Twitter. And oh yeah, that's uh, onlyfans.com, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's, got, she's got that lesbian porn with Marina Bronovich. Yeah, good oh, God. God, thanks. I was making a joke. I didn't need the mental image. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, she is actually on there on uh, Masterclass. What she teach? She teaches carpet, how to destroy bagging? blackberries with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> the most effective way to destroy with, a cell phone with a cloth. Oh, that was the server. Yeah, she wipes the servers with the cloth. She puts everything else <laughs> in a burn bag. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, so I know, uh, Crashy, you just got done wrapping up another great OBDM show uh, with Mike and Joe. Rob, what have you been doing? What's what's going on in Infowars? I know every time I'm in the car, 
especially if my phone's dead, I'm like, oh, I got the AM and FM radio. I can turn Alex on, see what's going on. But how's how's things been going over at the uh, home base? Uh, busier than ever. Um, I've been working on this uh, Reset Wars project that Alex is going to launch on Monday. And um, yeah, basically putting in twice as many hours as normal. But that seems to happen always at the end of the year. Seems like the holidays when most people are taking off and slacking, we're working. Oh, who just cracked a beer? <sighs> that wasn't a beer. That was an Herba Mate. I, I've I've done a lot of less <laughs> drinking Pat's since the old blue COVID. ribbon on my mind. That was a good one. That sounded canned, though. <laughs> <clears throat> I was going to keep opening them. Just keep opening more and more beers. <laughs> Ow. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. You got to clean up the studio here, man. It's getting messy. But yeah, no, it's, uh, Rob, last time you were on, we, uh, we talked, we, we talked about Keith Oberman and Patriot Front. Oh yeah. Yeah. Patriot Front, the gift that keeps on giving. And um, back then nobody knew what Patriot Front was. Like I didn't even know about it other than Keith Oberman throwing a hissy fit over it. But now it's, you know, it's back in the news. And I, did I tell you about the story? We, we were in Jersey city overlooking New York. Uh, we went up there. Why did we go up there? I forget why we were up there. Um, but there was a sticker on this yeah. little <laughs> wharf that said Patriot Front. I'm like, yeah. God, they have a great graphic designer. It looks so good. It looks professional. You texted me a yeah. picture of it during that show. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, wow, these people have a graphic design team. Now they have, you know, full uniforms. They must have a flag factory and a shield factory. And it's all uniform. I mean, it's like the Roman. It's almost like a government was putting this together. That's what it seems like. Yeah. And I love their latest show of force. And somebody did, I think it was on No Agenda Social, somebody showed a picture of the FBI Academy. They said, search FBI Academy. And wow, they're wearing brown boots, khakis, and polo shirts, which seems to be the um, uniform SEMO. of the Patriot Front. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, it remind, the uh, unilateral identical uniforms reminds me of things like the Boston bombing where all there's all those guys were with the same backpack and the same boots. Um, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and it, it, same backpack, same boots. And these backpacks were giant backpacks that probably had uh, communications equipment of some sort or jamming equipment. And I think people were having problems talking on their cell phones uh, during that time from what, from what I can remember, that was what 2012. Is that when that, yeah, it was that, that was a long time ago. It, uh, it's thir thirteen, I think, but yeah, two thousand thirteen. Yeah, and yeah. It, it reminds me of uh, they did the same thing during the Kennedy assassination, where for a solid hour, the entire uh, phone phone lines were down in nineteen sixty three in all of Washington D.C. My cell phone. Did well, why didn't they use their yeah? Why didn't they use their cell phones? <laughs> Good question. Yeah, uh, we both had bad cell phone jokes. I, by the way, speaking of the Boston bombing, I I, I saw a thing that said. Uh, was it uh, just over a week ago? We had a, uh, a terrorist attack where somebody drove a car through a Christmas parade that killed twice as many people as the Boston bombing, and it's already been memory hold. No, the Wait, car no, did that. That, that was an SUV. Itself. First of all, that was an SUV. Yeah, acting right. on its own. Acting on its own. Yeah, an accident caused by the SUV itself. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it literally says an SUV ran through a crowd. That's how the news is reporting it. <laughs> I have the I have this new clip, but every time I I, I used it Thanks, poorly Obama. there. But every time I make a joke, because Cretchen historically 
has uh, put me in joke jail. So now every time I make a bad joke, I can play this cl- clip of Cretchen laughing. <laughs> and then it'll be like, ha. Huh. Oh, I that, thought that was that Obama. Was me, huh? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, nah, that's an odd, never see odd it clip of me. <laughs> uh, that's, that was the only cl- isolated clip of you laughing on OBDM I could get because usually... Uh, you're laughing while something else is in the background, but I got this one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a quality send, belly laugh. <laughs> send me that one; I'll drop it into my list of sound files and piss off Mike. Okay. Um. Yeah. It, 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 that way. Uh. Yeah. If he's not paying attention on Zoom or whatever you guys use, if he, you'll, your mouth will be closed, but you'll be laughing, and so he'll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I was looking, I was looking for clips like mainstream media coverage of the Patriot Front March because, like I said last time, we covered Keith Keith Oberman saying this is Donald Trump's America with Patriot Front, and Rob, you pointed out, uh, no, this is Biden's America now. But while while I was looking for these clips, this uh, on YouTube, this ad kept playing, and I couldn't catch the whole thing. But uh, eventually, I was like, I got to record this. So this is uh, Chuck Schumer. Mitch McConnell and Senate Republicans controlled the Senate for far too long and used it to advocate for conspiracy theories, special interests, and billionaires. Senate Democrats are focused on middle-class families, small businesses, and securing a future for our children. But we need to know what issues matter most to you to protect and expand our majority. So please, take the survey before it's too late. Before it's too late. Oh too my late. God! No, uh, uh, what's in the survey? <laughs> Let's answer this survey now. Let's open one up and answer it. Uh, I should have I should have kept the link open. I didn't think to do that, but I like the uh, Mitch McConnell and these Republicans. Who I'm not a Mitch McConnell fan. Fuck Mitch McConnell. But these Republicans are focused on conspiracy theories. Well, we the Democrats are focused on small business, even though we're shutting every small business down with these lockdowns. It's like, well, they're focusing on them. They're focusing on shutting them down. Yeah. <laughs> Right for their for their uh, big business buddies, uh, and those who lo- want communism, those billionaire communist billionaires. Yeah, but yeah, I uh, basically what I have prepped for today, and we can go in any direction. But I have some Patriot Front uh, clips that I I would like to cover some of them. I probably skip through a little bit of them because I went overboard. But uh, the uh, well, shit, even Rogan was covering Patriot Front with Matt Taibbi, uniform well, white uh, nationalist group. Mark- Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh, so are, are these news articles? Are these speeches? Or what are we about to hear? All right. So right now I got Rogan talking with Matt Taibbi just to set it up. But I got MSNBC. I got Chinese, the CCP media um, covering it because they had no. a field day with it. I got ABC. Wow. I got CNN. Okay. All right. A quality collection. Let's do it. <laughs> this is uh, Rogan with Matt Taibbi. Just to, I, I'm sure... Well, yeah, I think most people listening to this probably saw the uh, the viral videos of the fully uniformed men marching through by the Lincoln Memorial. Uniformed white nationalist group marches on Lincoln Memorial. CNN's all in. They're like, we're all in on this. Come on, show us. Look at these guys. Look at these guys. Where's the fat people? <laughs> How come they're all wearing the same clothes? Do that again. What the fuck is this? Is that, have you ever seen anything that looks more like feds? Tell me that doesn't look like feds. Right? It's like the 101st Airborne. Bro, look at this. These guys are all runners. These guys look like they just got out of buds. I mean, look, the they, fuck out of here. They could be real. Right. They could be they real. Could, they could be real. Listen, Matt Taibbi, I'm an unreliable source, and I'm a comedian. <laughs> but That's looking the, at that, I'm calling oh, bullshit. Give me that well, again. Give me that again. Uh, <laughs> so what were you saying, now, bro? Uh, uh, 
Matt Taibbi, he's such an apologist, and he's like, well, I'm willing to believe that Trump might have been a Russian agent, but the evidence doesn't show that. Instead of just saying it's all bullshit, you yeah. know, he still has to, like, lick the ass of the Democratic Party or whoever his his uh, wherever his paycheck's coming from. But it's it's he's always like, oh, well, it could be that instead of just going, no, the uh, it's obvious that. You know, Joe's got it. He's hitting that nail on the head. Where are all the fat people? You look at a MAGA rally, a bunch of fat people. Nothing against them. They're all nice and happy and good people, but a lot of fat people. There's a lot of fat people in this country, except when you go to the FBI, because they have to go to the academy. Yeah, and uh, I guess the the devil's advocate argument would be, look at the website for Patriot Front. They're doing training exercises all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's what it is. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, most white supremacist rallies that are genuine, which don't exist really much anymore, are toothless fat fat asses. But well, well and you go even to the KKK, which has got um, you know is run by the feds in most cases, or or law enforcement, and they even they even have you know some fat people in there. They're not all you know when you see these pictures of these guys, they they don't even really have rallies anymore. But when you look at old pictures, there's some that are fat, some that are skinny. Um, you know, some that have beards, some that don't. These guys are all the same. And that tells me, you know, that that screams fed. But it was ahead. just a bit. It was just a more exaggerated version of that. Uh, the six post rally where you that famous meme of those five feds standing around with the same walkie talkie and the same watches. Yeah. Just an extended exactly. version of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll finish up this Rogan clip real quick. OK, look at this the fuck out of here how do they all have like uniformed outfits on they have the same color pants for the most part very little variation they have tan or brown pants dark blue shirts with a fucking stupid flag on it this asshole's got a drum back that up look at the fucking drum bitch are you paul revere what the fuck are you doing with that drum i mean maybe they're real could Maybe be, they're real. Could, could be, be real. But, but I'm calling bullshit. They have the same fucking size flags, the same white coloring on their face, the same tan hats on. Get the fuck out of here. And why are they wearing masks, by the way? Because like, they're cowards. Right. Or they're feds. Yeah. <laughs> or they're feds. Like, yeah, now, uh, Vito was, uh, Vito Giswaldi, yeah, Rob, you know about the guy. Him and Dick Masterson went to the Netflix protest. Uh, again, the Dave Chappelle Netflix protest with its jokes are funny. We like jokes, signs. Right. Yeah. The big guy. He was kind yeah. of a big guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he was on Harrison Smith show on Infowars. Uh, I had him on recently, and I love the dude. Like he's he's funny. He's cool. But he he is complete. He is full on in that this was fake, and he's so mad that like anybody would question that this might be a Fed. A Fed operation. He's like, everybody thinks everything is a false flag. I'm like, dude, the FBI has a history of infiltrating and impersonating the civil rights movement, the Black Panthers, the anti-Vietnam protests. It's like, why would they stop then? They're probably still doing it. And uh, he didn't have much of an answer for that. But yeah, it's like, I like Vito, but man, he's all, he's like the, well, anyway. I don't know. Well, you know, he's got his pet thing. You can't attack his, you know, his comedian, but Everything else is, you know, exactly as the system says it is. You know, yeah. that's what, what can you say about that? I don't know. Well, I mean, he's I, he's probably on his fifth booster by now, but that's OK. <laughs> yeah. Well, at this, if you buy into that, it I can't I can't legitimately think anything that you might say might have some credibility to it. If you're buying into the booster game or the shot game or any of that shit, um, 
it's terrible that it's like that. And they have created the whole paradigm of it, what they're creating is like when these people start dying, I, I don't have much sympathy for them anymore because the information's out there if you look for it. Yeah. But there's plenty of people that don't care and they're going to keep taking the boosters and keep taking the shots. And, you know, yeah, what's your number? My yep. number was zero and it has been zero and it's been zero from the beginning. I don't have sim- even some of them are my friends and family. And yeah, at a certain point, I don't have symp- sympathy for them, but I have sympathy for their children that they're injecting. Elmo likes friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, El- and here's that Elmo commercial hit me on so many levels because when you look at the Babylon Bee when they first started, they would make fun of. Alex Jones a lot in a lot of their posts, which is fine. Who cares? Um, but now you look at that and you look at the wording they're using with that Elmo doll, the things that the Elmo doll says, you know, uh, now, now I'm a good person. Uh, I got to get the shot quick. Give me the shot. I, I want to, I don't want to, um, help hurt friends and family. That's all they're, you know, throwing that propaganda back at them. But I don't think they would have done that two or three years ago. It had this shot came out then they would have might. I don't know if they would have bought it, but I don't know if they would have done something like that. That to me was one of the most edgiest things I've ever seen from the Babylon Bee. And I give them hats off to them. We've, you know, I threw it, I grabbed it and sent it to the guys to play on the, uh, on the network, on the live feed. Cause it's a brilliant piece of work. I wish I had thought of it. Yeah. I like the bee. They uh they don't sometimes it's kind of cringe but a lot of times it's I mean it's always better than the onion the onion used to be great and they they picked up the mantle from the onion of ten years ago yeah exactly yeah the onion became woke and you know and then it became a joke yep uh the, the scary thing about Babylon B now is it's it, you have to kind of really you, you see the headline you see kind of the first couple lines of a story and you got to read at it real closely and wonder like am I Wait, is this a real story or is this fake? I'm not sure anymore because parody and and satire have come so close to to daily news that it's 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 tough to tell the difference anymore. Well, and now there you can see stories that they posted like a year ago that have now come to pass, and that's yeah. that's the scary part when you're like, whoa, these people are from the future. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think the Trey and Matt of South Park said that back in like 2016. It was like it's hard to do the show anymore because real life is funnier than anything we can do a parody of. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, but yeah, I'll keep, I, I'll keep going through, I just to plow through some Patreon front stuff because this has been on the, the front of my mind. Patriot front. Uh, Donald Trump's America. This is uh MSNBC. We uh, begin Patri- tonight with really what's a chilling image. On Saturday, hundreds of white nationalists marched at the Lincoln Memorial. You see them there on the screen. They were wearing white masks, carrying plastic shields and chanting, Reclaim America. The group that organized the march is called Patriot Front. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, they are one of the country's leading white supremacist groups. And that imagery from the link. According to the Southern Poverty Law yeah. Center. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is this person like having trouble reading the teleprompter? Well, she sure sounds like it. Is that yeah. Alex Young or something from MSNBC? Her name is uh, It's like is some it? weird. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's some name that's got like X's and Z's and stuff in it. Ah, uh, all right. It's a, a SH with a Z sound. Yeah. White supremacist <laughs> groups. 
And that imagery from the Lincoln Memorial on Saturday is reminiscent of another rally we saw not too long ago. The Unite the Right (laughs) rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, back in 2017. The fatal demonstration was organized in part by a group called Vanguard America. Patriot Front was formed by members. Wait, hold on. Of that Vanguard was run by America. a guy. That was run by a guy who voted for Obama and was a big uh, leader in the Occupy movement, which no one ever brings up. Yeah, so it's weird. Like the same thing with Richard Spencer. It's like, are these leftists co-opted and hired by the feds to just like run counter ops, like psyop shit? You think everything's run by the feds? <laughs> Front was formed by members of Vanguard America. They splintered off after a man affiliated with Vanguard America murdered Heather Heyer in Charlottesville. The name might have changed, but the message remains very much the same. Heart attack. And the leader of Patriot Front. No, I think that was uh, I think that was Epstein died of a heart attack. No, but didn't didn't the gal who died at Charlottesville didn't she die of a wasn't she like grossly overweight and died of a heart attack on the sidewalk? Is that I think true? that I thought if, she got run over by a car, but maybe I got taken in by the psyop. So you got- if you look at there's there's Twitter video that you can see and she was very close to the car. It's kind of hard. I think somebody got hit by the car and then hit her, but she did have some injuries from whatever, either her falling or, you know, something. But her mother did come out and say she died of a heart attack. That's what her mother said. Hmm. Uh, and, I didn't know and, about this. Uh, yeah, she said that in an interview. Uh, she's being she's talking to people on the street, and um, she's saying she died of a heart attack. What's really interesting is that they don't show the picture, the current picture of her everywhere. It's the it's like the Heather Heyer from ten or I don't know ten, maybe three or four well, years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, like they did with Trayvon Martin. They finally was eight years old and show that. Right, picture. exactly. Look what George Zimmerman did to this you know six year old kid, and um, shot him in the womb. Got him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, well, then it's they so, have to support it because that'd be uh, pro-choice. Well, it's not pro-choice anymore. It's abortion rights, my friend. Oh, did, right. Did you, get yeah. the, did you get the memo? We sent out the memo about when we started wanting to eject people against their will. We sent out the memo. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Isn't well, some old wrinkled yeah, Jim Crow era racist that you might picture in black and white movies? It's this guy, Thomas Rousseau. He's only 23 years old. He led the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville as a teenager, and he's been on the FBI's watch list since he was in high school. Rousseau represents a new generation. Yeah, the FBI watch list should now be like, if you're on the FBI watch list at this point, you should just assume half the time that that person is an FBI paid informant. Informant, yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, and, you know, what are his parents? Does this guy have parents if he's been on the watch list? And who are they? Who are his, you know, fan, who, who, where does this guy come from? He just appears out of nowhere and is suddenly running, uh, running groups all over the country. That's interesting. As a yeah. teenager. As a teenager. Yeah. Because that's what teenagers are interested in. It's what I did when I was in high school. I was like, hey, let's, let's, uh, organize protests all over the country. Well, and they're not protests, people, they're demonstrations. <laughs> they're peaceful, <laughs> mostly peaceful, fiery, but mostly peaceful. They, uh, you know, a lot of people wrote a lot in the Rittenhouse about who he was and what he was doing, and then you listen to interviews of him, and he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm not even into politics. I don't, even, I didn't even vote at the time. You know, I was like, <laughs> I just went there because my friends asked me, and he probably thought it'd be cool to walk around with a gun or whatever. I, and you know, but he wasn't there for political reasons to support the MAGA movement. Or he, he was defending like his 
family or friend of the family's business upon request. Uh, but he yeah. traveled state. He crossed cross state lines. Cross state lines. Yeah, even Vito. Uh, I was talking about the Davis funny Netflix protest guy was all in. It's like on the Rittenhouse thing. He was totally aware of all the bullshit there. Uh, I just saw uh, Rittenhouse on a podcast. It's just a conservative guy. I think he's on Glenn Beck's network. Uh, yeah, Elijah Schaefer. That's the one I was watching. Yeah, do you saw you saw him talking about how uh, like he's like you're gonna get all this like single mom pussy or whatever, uh, or and I'm, I'm butchering the quote. But then uh, Rittenhouse goes, "What makes you think I'm going to? I already have bit something like that." It's like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's been you know making the most of his notoriety because there's yeah. always you know no matter who you are, there's always. A, some lady maybe crazy maybe not that wants to fuck you and that's you know how it how it goes um but i was kind of surprised at if talking about elijah schaefer kind of how there was a sexual overtone running through the show which i'm i'm just like i'm surprised that that would be on the glenn beck network yeah it was bizarre you know he started talking about his what was coming in on his dms which i don't even want to talk about again because i was like whoa it gave me a horrible visual driving into work that's what i was yeah that's kind of what i was referencing yeah yeah i'm just like what the like you're allowed to you know i would not say that first of all on on the air ever but he said it along with a bunch of others i'm just like who's is there anybody like with a, a sense of uh i don't know like decency and he's got two women on his show too maybe he thinks that's funny to to say that in front of women i don't know yeah i don't know also like I mean, I'm only 27. I remember, you know, like nine years ago, what I was like when I was his age. You know, I think Elijah Schaefer's a little bit older than that. He's well, yeah. Kids. I'm talking about Rittenhouse. Schaefer. Oh, Ritten, yeah. Well, Rittenhouse wasn't Schaefer bringing that stuff up. Just kind of going for like, uh, oh, this is going to get a bunch of clicks and views type of. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be. That could be fishing for views. Yeah. So when you were when you were his age, when you were uh, Rittenhouse stage 17, were you just crossing state lines at random? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all not, the time. Not asking for permission. I, I actually, uh, this is actually a true story. I used to live uh, in Toledo, and I could walk in ten minutes Toledo, to the Michigan Spain. border. Ooh, holy Toledo! Yeah, and uh, and I would ju- I would just walk back and forth between the the uh, Ohio Michigan border just to piss people off and piss the cops off and that. be like ah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody would be like, "You're not allowed to do that. You're crossing state lines." Yeah. No, I, I, I did I, actually live I on never, that border, but no, I, I, uh, I, I didn't ever got in I, I trouble when I. That, that's come up recently as something that's like, apparently it's it's verboten you know, to cross a state line. I'm like, well, first of all, most state lines are just like a sign by the side of the road. There's not like a line or anything <laughs> that's legit like identifying that. But there's just ago, a sign in, that I, says "Welcome to Ohio." <laughs> yeah. When I lived in, in Kansas City, which is a, a, a major metro split right down the middle by a state line. And there's a there's a main road called state line. Um, I lived in Kansas and worked in Missouri. And so every day I crossed the state line twice driving to work. Oh, my God. What am I going to do? Well, they don't care about, you know, southern or northern borders. They only care about state lines. Once you're in the country, they want to control you, but they want to get everybody here as quick as possible. So I think oh, so we should have said he was he was crossing the, the Mexican border. In the if he was crossing the southern border with, you know, five AK-47s, they'd have been like, oh, thank you for getting here. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so, Sir, you dropped some ammunition back there. <laughs> yeah. Every time I leave Colorado with uh, 
like an eighth or more of weed, I go, I'm kind of worried about crossing state lines then. Oh, God, I'm too high to drive. Uh, drive Whoa. all the way to Colorado for weed? What? <laughs> Bobby, put that joint out. <laughs> oh. oh my God, I'm talking to myself. It's a side effect of the marijuana poisoning. Teenager. And he's been on the FBI's watch list since he was in high school. Rousseau represents a new generation of Americans that still carry the same old racist ideals of their ancestors. They seek well, to reclaim a new generation? an America <laughs> in which white people are the dominant majority. The problem with this is the America that these groups are trying to reclaim just doesn't exist, at least anymore. Whether they like it or not, in about two decades, America is expected to become a minority white country. Census data from 2020 shows that over the last decade, the white population declined in all 50 states. These groups can't fight those demographic shifts. They're coming. But that's not stopping their members from organizing and marching to spread their message of hate. Joining me now is MSNBC political analyst Juanita Tolliver. Also with us is Malcolm Nance, an MSNBC terrorism analyst and the executive director of the Terror Asymmetric she's, Project. Wait, she's an MSNBC terrorist? From- MSNBC terrorism analyst. Malcolm Nance, an MSNBC terrorism analyst and the executive director of the Terror Asymmetric Project. I was, I was reading something and thought she said an MSNBC terrorist. Like, oh, I guess they're just being honest now. Uh, I- I mean, also, what, and, and why do you really you need an MSNBC terrorism analyst? That's kind of silly. Project Juanita, I want to play you sound from. Okay, I want to play you sound from what? What do you think she's going to play sound from? I'll let Ooh, you guys guess. Je- Jeopardy. It's going to be Jeopardy. <laughs> no, she's going to play. They're going to play them singing. Uh, let's shove this mandate vaccine mandate up your ass. All right. So I, like I'll give you guys each another guess. They're, they led into this talking about the Patriot Front March at the Lincoln Capitol. And she brings in a terrorism analyst and some civil rights lady. All three of these people are African-American. Oh, so, so they're going to be saying white power, white power. That's what what clip do you think she's going to play? I'll, I'll play. I'll, I'll, I'll lead into it again uh, real quick here. Is it? Just, we'll just to executive in. director of the Terror Asymmetric Project. <laughs> Juanita, I want to play you sound from. Sound from what? What do you want? To, what do you think they're going to play? Sound from the uh, rap. That's. The marching boots with drums. That's what we're gonna hear. Ooh, that's a good one. I w- I would think th- they'd be playing um, uh, Cleveland Little from uh, Blazing Saddles, asking where the white women at. And the, the terrorism analyst is gonna say that drum beat has uh, lots of racial overtones in it. You can hear the downbeat, which you could just hear it right there. That's the smack we used to hear of the whip back when I was a young boy and there was slavery. I uh, can't South. say boy in that context. Well, um, when he was a young boy, that's yeah. what he was saying. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Yeah. So back back to MSNBC covering the Patriot Front r- March. Here's what the clip she leads into is. I, I, I figured you guys wouldn't guess it. I want to play you sound from Hillary Clinton at a campaign uh. rally <laughs> way back in 2016. There's probably not a day that goes by that I don't think of this. Take a look. There's not a day that goes by yeah. that I don't yeah. think of Hillary Clinton at a rally in 2016. I guess I'm not following the logic there, but okay. <laughs> Is this the There's basket probably not of a day that goes clip? by that I don't think of this. Take a listen. From the start, Donald Trump has built his campaign 
on prejudice and paranoia. He is taking hate groups mainstream and helping a radical fringe take over the Republican Party. His disregard for the values that make our country great is profoundly dangerous. Now, wow. Anita, context for that particular moment in the campaign was the hiring of Steve Bannon. <gasps> and so Hillary Clinton was trying to speak to the threat it posed that Donald Trump was affiliating himself and essentially putting in charge somebody so close to white nationalists. Do you think Donald Trump's the reason why white nationalists and other extremist groups again feel super comfortable going to the Lincoln Memorial and occupying spaces in public? Do you think it's as simple as that? What do you mean in public as opposed to what? I occupying spaces in private? <laughs> <laughs> this ending right here too is like is uh, yeah. Well, well, the, and this is a site of a lot of uh, race heckling. I think there was a kid we- wearing a MAGA hat smiling at one point here, which was I mean that was occupying spaces with racial overtones from from what the news said at the time. Yeah, because when somebody gets in your personal space and starts banging a drum in your face, it's better to frown because people think that's better. Right, a drum with racial overtones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I love the I love the way this clip uh, right here. Yeah. Right. Occupying spaces in public, do you think it's as simple as that? Oh, sorry. Let me get back it up a little bit. Try that again. Again, feel super comfortable going to the Lincoln Memorial and occupying spaces in public. Do you think it's as simple as that? So the, she's asking, is it as simple as Donald Trump was president a little while ago, and that's why these white supremacists feel? comfortable doing this i think it is that simple oh okay it is it's just that simple it is cut them off right there yeah Uh, that's like that's like uh bill gates saying that's super painful when you get the shot you know it's the same thing right yeah and he spent two years saying the vaccines are going to help stop the spread now he's like well we have vaccines to stop the symptoms but they don't stop the spread and they don't really stop the symptoms either. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. They cause the symptoms, though. I well, think it suppresses it the symptoms that. so you're so sick then you just die. But there's that. <laughs> Seriously, that's what they do. Yeah. I mean, you don't got... I've, I've been anti-vax all my life, and it's, it's cool to see people coming around to it. I think it is that simple, Zerlina, and I do want to express that there is nothing new about white supremacy and white nationalism in this country. But what Trump did is he gave those white supremacists and white nationalists something they'd never had whoa, whoa, before. So, wait, 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 go come, back, go back. What did he give them? Did he give them money? She <laughs> says white su- She says white supremacists. <laughs> okay. Also, how do you, how, you're on MSNBC and your sound quality is this bad? Yeah, you're on a phone. Yeah. She's not on a phone, she's on a Zoom call without a microphone is what it is. ...knew about white supremacy and white nationalism in this country, but what Trump did is he gave those white supremacists and white... Na- it's white supremacists, you're right. Supremacists. <laughs> supremacists. <laughs> he gave those white supremacists and white nationalists something they'd never had before. The public support of a president. That is what made them so comfortable. That is what has emboldened them. And let's be real, he beat the drum of that every day on the campaign trail every as a day. candidate uh-huh. and every beat the day drum, I told in you. office as president. And and what's frustrating about this is that- oh yeah because as Rogan pointed out somebody was beating a drum yeah. at the uh, at the actual Patriot Front March yeah she said there's a guy with a drum what the hell's going on there yeah 
What are you, Paul Revere? Paul, Paul Revere, in office but I think as president. Paul Revere didn't have a job. And, and what's frustrating <laughs> about this is that it didn't stop with Trump. He ushered in a whole new wave of other individuals who continue to do his bidding as members of Congress. Look at Gosar, Boebert, Hawthorne, Marjorie Taylor Greene. The list can go on and on because every single time that Trump or one of those individuals Wait, wait, are these signals, all people that married their brothers? These people Is that are these people are? <laughs> I think so, probably, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Hey, she divorced him. <laughs> they're ready to continue to recruit. They're ready to continue to turn out. And we live in a post-January 6th reality where those oh, same January, January. She said January. She said January. Oh, my God. We live in a post-January 6th reality where those same individuals attended a rally for Trump outside of the White House and walked to the Capitol building where they proceeded to attack police officers and threaten the lives of every person in that building. There is no other way to state it, Darlena, except for recognizing the clear through line that Trump and his posture and his position empowered these groups to be their full white supremacist selves every single day every single day so one of the things i don't even know if i've ever told you this malcolm but the day before charlottesville i watched you on a panel in nabj in new orleans (laughs) and you said there is a growing threat of white supremacist terrorism in the country uh they're going to commit acts of violence and you mentioned the the proud boys and i I won't forget it and the analyst said that there's white supremacist terrorism yeah it's like he knew there was going to be white supremacist because it was the day and before. the next day it happened. Yeah. Yeah. And he so that means that doesn't mean he had prior knowledge. That just means he's a really smart and cool and thoughtful guy. Is that funny? It's pretty funny. <laughs> you mentioned the Proud Boys and I, I won't forget it and link those two things because it was the day right before. I no. mean, do you think that Donald Trump emboldened this? I mean, hey, the Proud Boys are me, more diverse than MSNBC. I'll say that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and, and also, like, the, her first question is, do you think I know he's not been president for, you know, coming up on a year, but do you think that it's Donald Trump's fault that this uh, Patriot Front march happened? And uh, the lady goes, yeah. And then she asked this guy. The same question. <laughs> Get it and link those two things because it was the day right before. Yeah. I mean, do you think that Donald Trump emboldened this? I mean, we're not just post insurrection. We're also post Charlottesville. So thinking back to the fact that you've been on this since before Heather Heyer was murdered. We're also post. What do you think about the connection yeah. between what Donald Trump is saying, and what those Easter. folks in Congress are saying and how that emboldens post this kind of behavior? Post Big Bang. You know, next year I have a new book coming out. <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah that's how he starts Go on and order that right now yeah uh, <laughs> I, did, I, I bet I did it's like a book on just, white supremacy yeah she no threw shit. in there that like uh heather hire was murdered again so yeah she, an suv hit her i think <laughs> an suv came out of nowhere an suv it's that same, yeah, it's the same a, a gun a gun murdered ashley babbitt it wasn't a person exactly <laughs> I want to buy this guy's book. Uh, I sh- I should have I shouldn't have cl- ended the clip there. I would have let you know uh, what to buy. We don't even Sorry. know what it is. Yeah, I think it's everyone who doesn't agree with me is Hitler. I think that's part seven. <laughs> yeah, a child's guide to self discovery. <laughs> Political discussion. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. I mean, there there was. I, I actually, uh, Rob was looking for. I was like. 
Keith Oberman did this whole rant about Patriot Front that we spent a while deconstructing last time. It's like now that Patriot Front's actually getting some news, some traction in the news, I would hope that uh, he would do something with it, you know? I, I So I scrolled through Keith Oberman's Twitter, and I couldn't find shit. Uh, I All he does is post the same pictures of dogs that are going to be put down and wants people to adopt them. And it's always the same pictures of the same five dogs, which makes me think even that might be fake. I don't know, but is he, is he providing dogs to Fauci? Is that what's going on? Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> it's possible. Found some more for you. <laughs> go uh, here, go here. <laughs> I did find this, uh, this tweet from him. Uh, here we go. Professional fascist asshole, Joe Rogan. And he tagged him. Oh, Keith Oberman, professional fascist asshole Joe Rogan has spoken. As usual, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Hashtag horse paced horse shit. All one hashtag horse paced horse shit. Wow. Is that an actual, is that an actual hashtag? Yeah. We'll start I, tagging that people. <laughs> I clicked I clicked the hashtag. His tweet is the only tweet using that hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag stop making up hashtags. It's not how Twitter works. <laughs> dot com. Hashtag horse pace horse shit. But yeah. Uh, oh, man. Is the domain available? Horse pace horse shit dot com. <laughs> Maybe dot show. You might be able to get dot show or dot io. Something like that. Horse paced horse. I don't know if you're going to get horse shit. Can you get? I mean, I got shit my ass dot com as my domain. So oh, shit so. is yep, fun. Well, so horse pace horse shit is available. We'll just get that. Redirect that to Keith Overman's website. Nice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, China, even China had a field day, which makes me think more than likely the uh, the CCP White House and the CCP China might have had a hand in this because they're, they they were having a field day with this. A group of white supremacists called Patriot Front Patriot. marched in Washington, D.C. on Saturday evening while chanting aggressively to reclaim America. Chanting aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> they directed their words at me. God, the language on this stuff. According to U.S. media, about a hundred members of Patriot Found marched outside Lincoln Memorial and also the Capitol Hill, wearing wait, matching where, where, hold outfits. On. What did she say? Uh, Back it up just a little. She said, "Thank where? you. Come again." Found marched outside Lincoln Memorial and also the Capitol oh, Hill, wearing Lincoln Memorial and the Capitol Hill <laughs> outfits of sunglasses, white face coverings, blue jackets, khaki pants, and brown <gasps> blue jackets. Some carried Khakis. plastic shouts and American flag. Plastic shouts. They were wielding plastic shouts. Some carried plastic shouts and American flags. The and group American leader flags. even gave a speech near the Capitol while bystanders booed. Police closely monitored the group oh, marched to downtown D.C. and the march ended without incident. According to oh, the no, 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 wait, 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 that's wrong. The march ended with them climbing into U-Hauls and being shipped out of the uh, out of town. I right? have those videos to be put in the show notes. Did Alex cover this, or did you guys cover this? Um, I don't. I don't think Alex did. He's been on the kick of children being vaccinated, and you know what's going on with that. And and Russia today was a big Russia day. Uh, what's going I like on the, in Russia? I like the vaccinated babies kick. That's always a good one. I think they covered it on Sunday's show. I think get those covered it fucking babies vaccinated. I am at risk. <laughs> Ow! Bill Gates. <laughs> Dick Masterson, sorry. 
He's a loud man. Downtown DC and the march ended without incident. According to the Anti-Defamation League, which is leading... Oh, the ADL. So it's not just uh, CNN and MSNBC. They're like, according to the SPLC and the ADL, it's yeah, China. Yeah, so Southern Poverty Law Center and... Uh, um, and the Anti-Defamation anti- League. Anti-Defamation League, yeah. Yeah, because Borat runs that organization now. Um, yeah, it's Dr. crazy. Baron Cohen? Yeah. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, do you, right? The... Uh, Oh yeah, I've seen the speeches where Borat. In fact, Borat at a um, Anti Defamation League event, he attacked Alex Jones in person, or by yeah. his name. Uh, yeah, he he called out Alex ago. Jones and he called for the arrest of Mark Zuckerberg if Zuck refused and Dorsey if if they refused to ban uh, or or let people like Jones on their platforms. It's right. Like if they won't ban them, we need to arrest them. Meanwhile, I run around in a bikini thong. Um, you know, and create and create fake race hate yeah. events. Throw the Jews down the well. I remember he did that. <laughs> yeah. Town DC and the march ended without. It's okay when According I make a Jew joke. League, which is leading anti-hate organization founded in 1913, Patriot Front is a white Patrick. supremacist group whose members maintain their ancestors conquered America and bequeathed it solely to them. Oh. Xinhua correspondent reporting from Washington DC. Does, does Why is she allowed to with this information? Oh, you're Jewish, right? <laughs> uh, Patriot Front, actually, what is their website? Um, I had it pulled. And that's another thing. It's like I'm guaranteed I'm on a list now because I was like researching Thomas Massey. I was researching Patriot Front and Vanguard and all these like white supremacist groups in preparation for this. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely on a list now. But then I thought about it. And I was like, oh, I've been on a list for a long time. Fuck it. Have you made any new friends at the library lately? <laughs> Hi, I've friend. Watching, I've been watching this guy's bag for a while. I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, ABC News. ABC News a couple years back covered Patriot Front. This was one that I came across. And even back then, once the rally was over, they'd jump into U-Haul vans. And the local news in uh, Pennsylvania covered it. According to anti-hate groups, Patriot Front was formed in 2017 by Thomas Rousseau, a young man from Dallas, Texas, who uses a heavy hand to control the group's messaging and activity. Prior to forming the group, he was connected to Vanguard America, which gained infamy after the deadly white nationalist protest in Charlottesville, Virginia. He split off from that group um, in the aftermath of the rally because of concerns over the optics of the event. Cassie Miller is with the Southern Poverty Law Center, which tracks hate groups. She calls Patriot Front. All news, is this just like a phenomenon that I didn't realize until recently where all the news does is ask what the Southern Poverty Law Center and the Anti-Defamation League think about things? Are they the only? Yeah. And they have analysts that they they get paid hardly anything, but they think they're going to make a name for themselves. So they just run around and say white supremacist, racist, racist, racist. Yeah. Anti-Semitic. Well, I, I got an interesting question. Here. Um, yeah. They mentioned Patriot Front had been around for a couple of years. So I went, I was like, all right, let's, let's, you know. How long has this guy been in it. high school? What the fuck? <laughs> well, so I, I did a domain lookup on PatriotFront.us, which is their website. And it was registered in 2018. So it's been around for about three and a half years. However, you guys have both registered domains in the past. There's always a checkbox there that everybody clicks that says, you know, like, hey, make my information private. This guy, by name and his home address, is listed 
in the in the who has database so uh, that that just seems a little odd yeah and no one and no one has gone to <laughs> wow. his house to confront him over his i mean it, sa- it says right here this this is his house you know and his address right there in grapevine texas they gave his address right there and his phone number i'm like that seems a little strange so either a it's somebody who doesn't know what they're doing where if he's a kid maybe or b it's all you know it's all a sham I mean, Sir Spencer, when he was in the chat last episode with you, do and you called it's like it's a honeypot. Patriot Front is a honeypot. So it seems like they just set this whole thing up to try to get just a couple morons to get in there. So like the six week cycle FBI can be like, we caught a terrorist. But it doesn't look it looks like they're all I mean, these guys are all carbon copy of each other. They look like a Spartan unit. Yeah. So this is better. I looked it up on. I, yeah, I looked up his address on on Google, and uh, you can do the thing on Google where you can tell it to hide your house from the Street View. So the house is hidden on Street View, which nobody does except this one. <laughs> but his address is public in the Whois database. So good job. Oh, that's weird. He, he doesn't want you to see his racist yeah, pool. His his racist pool and his racist car in the front yard, which is also um, uh, blurred out. But yet they're they're apparently not racist. Uh, Dodge blue Dodge pickup. I'm sorry, it's a Ford pickup. Um, is not blurred out. So that was weird. the Fed's pickup. Going to visit him. <laughs> I'll give you a. I'll give you a, some applause for that. That's a good find there, Crusher. The crowd goes ah ah. And some Alex applause on that one. Yeah. Yeah. There's also definitely Cassie not Miller. police officers. White uh, um, Ford Explorer parked out front. So. <laughs> Cassie Miller is with the Southern Poverty Law Center, which tracks hate groups. She calls Patriot Front arguably the leading white supremacist group in the country, with 42 chapters, including here in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. The group has also posted propaganda in Delaware. And I believe that the 42 <laughs> chapters, that's like a Stephen King book. Posted propaganda in Delaware. And they believe that the country needs to go. And in Jersey City, I saw some of the propaganda. Um, to be restored to some <laughs> mythical racially pure past. Miller says Patriot Front recruits on college campuses with flyers, conducts flash protests, and even vandalism. The group uses encrypted chat Wait, wait, are they talking about Black Lives Matter or Patriot Front? Well, I think a flash protest is when you pull your wiener out and show it to people. (laughs) Group uses encrypted chat rooms to communicate and there's an encrypted chat room. Oh my god. We just learned. Hold on. We just learned today or a couple days ago that nothing is encrypted anymore, right? Didn't didn't we learn that the people that are running Signal are actually like funded by the government? Oh, did Bill Barr get his way where he wanted to end all encryption? I think so. Well, I don't think we ever had encryption. I think it's all bullshit. So people that think they're doing good by, and I go sometimes. I go to the Signal app, which I never use, but I'll I'll see. I have five messages there. I'm like, oh god, these are like months ago. People are sending me stuff, and I'm like, if it's important. Just go through the Fed's open line, the NSA open line on <laughs> just, my text message, please. Just pick up, pick up your phone and w- don't dial. Just start talking into it. They'll get the message to me. Exactly. <laughs> uh. Conducts flash protests and even vandalism. The group uses encrypted chat Mostly rooms to communicate, vandalism. and there's an extensive vetting process to join. They profess deeply <laughs> anti-Semitic, racist, and hateful. Joanna Mendelssohn is with Are you between 5'8 and 6 feet tall? <laughs> Are you well built? Do you own khaki pants? Yeah, do you have khakis and a blue Can sweatshirt? you play drums? Do you have a white uh, gator or mask? Do you own this shield that we all own? <laughs> 
<laughs> what year crap. did you graduate from the FBI Academy? Does your uncle have excess U-Haul vans? Joanna Mendelson is with the Anti-Defamation League. She believes the group chose to protest in Philadelphia because of its patriotic and historic significance. They got the SPLC and the ADL in the same news report, local news. ...in 2018 and began using a more patriotic message, but warns... What we've seen in the most recent years is that white supremacists attempt to sugarcoat their messages, making it more palatable and acceptable to a mainstream audience. Oh, no. The group's protest here in Philadelphia was short-lived. Citizens ran them off to their cargo trucks. Oh, and then they show the footage of them getting in the U-Hauls even a couple years ago. What the hell is going on with these fucking U-Hauls? That's now, what I here, here's another question. How come nobody's protesting U-Haul for renting to these guys? Why is U-Haul get a pass? Uh, but but if you support point. like a speech or something, or if Roger Stone goes to speak somewhere, Black Lives Matter is there, or you know, any of these events where anybody else gets to go, there's always a Black Lives Matter group protesting it. But yet U-Haul gets a pass to like transport white supremacists around the country. Hmm. Very interesting. Wasn't there a group? Who was it? Like uh, the the anti bail group or whatever, who was renting U hauls uh, outside of was it Louisville? The protest last summer, two summers ago. Uh, there, I don't know if it was anti bail, but there was some Antifa that were pulling signs out of, and I, but I don't know if it, I don't remember if it was U hauls. Yeah, but I mean, it was like some sort of like uh, you know, get rid of bail bond sort of thing uh, group who was actually supporting it. I think I don't have to look it up now. U haul, the choice of activists, left yeah. and right. Awkward. Bail uh, organization. Chris fell over. <laughs> Are you having something? Did your friend Mike Michael Carditis come over? Oh, <laughs> uh, he broke something good. Well, while he's doing that, I'm going to go look up this anti-bail organization that was renting U-Hauls. Renting U-Haul. See who it was. I, I have a Twitter clip from some group. It was a leftist group, and they're getting – I mean, I, I don't know if I could find it now. Let me see. Maybe I could because it might even have U-Haul in the title. Yeah, U-Haul that supplied riot gear to Louisville protesters. And I think it was Louisville. Uh, yeah. Reportedly rented by Soros-funded Connected Bail Project. This yes. was 2020, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's photos of them getting – it's probably what you're talking about, getting the the, the protest signs out of the, the U-Haul. Exactly. Um, and that night, that night there was a big shoot. They were like – the guard, the cops had to come out and they were getting shot at, I think, in Louisville. I think that's where that all happened. Uh, Bail Project uh, organizer Holly Zoller, board member of Louisville's Books to Prisoners, delivered riot equipment in a U-Haul ahead of tonight's violence. Yeah. Booberry beat me to it by like three seconds in the chat. Oh, there's That's a chat right now? Is it what well, – it's a live chat on uh, podtard.com. Podtard. Oh, you're Pod-tard. back. back. Sorry. Speaking I, uh, of podtard. I, I had to piss really bad. I had to bim just roast. left? It was, a, it was an emergency. I thought I could get back in time. I, I didn't know you, you don't know have me. a bottle like under your desk, like a proper broadcaster? What's wrong with you? Sometimes when you're drinking, you got to pee. See, that was a real beer being open, Gretchen. That wasn't a, that was not a, a, canned, uh, a, a canned can. Yes, this is a uh, Sweetwater 420 Imperial IPA, 9.1 ABV, 19.2 fluid ounces. Let's see. I do have a lot of Louisville clips here. I think you might be right. Uh, Wow, it even brings it up. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I think this is the one. They have... (laughs) 
Las Vidas Negros Importan, and they got the fist of uh, of Sauron, the white hand of Sauron. Well, when I, uh, I see a photo here with them saying abolish the police, and they've got an anarchist symbol over the A. Cretchen, yeah, you're yeah, never going to drink all those beers that you just opened. A BG just open on the I don't seat. Drink. Yeah, Louisville reported officer shot. Yeah. But that was also this all U-Hauls happened that night. Yes. They were funding the U-Haul, so... I'm looking for the U-Haul clip. That, oh, here we go. Louisville unpacking signs out of U-Haul right there. I'll turn down the uh, volume. But yes, they're literally pulling signs out, passing them. BG on the scene got it. Who's a, 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 he's been running around the last couple of years doing this. But yeah, there it is. And it was Soros. Uh, so are we going to find out who rented these U-Hauls for uh, Patriot Front? Well, I'm sure U-Haul... You know, because it was Patriot Front, they're not going to tell anybody about it because they're defending white supremacy now, right? Is that what's going to happen? Has yep. anybody called U-Haul? Probably not. That's interesting. Yeah, they they have one that says ab- abolition now, so I think that is about the bail. Do you think if we can find video of the U-Haul trucks they were using in Philadelphia, can I call and rent that specific truck? <laughs> I have, yeah, get some forensic evidence. I have two different videos uh, that I'll put in the show notes of people in... Uh, DC filming them put the Patriot Front's latest DC march from this week just all piling into U-Hauls. It's just like dudes just running into U-Hauls, which I think violates some seatbelt laws. And they were getting a police escort to do that. It's totally against the law to jump in the back of a truck. Wait, wait, they had a police escort too? Come on. Oh, yeah, they had police protection the entire time. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want anybody going up to the feds and unmasking the feds while they're pretending Uh, not to be feds. You can't do that. All carrying and have badges on them too. Yeah. Hello, this is Hank Hill, and I'm telling you what, you need to listen to Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Infoworth.com. All right, we got the paid promotion out of the way for the night. A a quick fun fact. I was there when those were being recorded live at Mike Judge's house. God, I love Mike Judge. That was a cool moment. Let me me ask you this, Rob. You've had so many awesome people in and out of Infowars studios who's like the a couple people or maybe just one person you met where you were actually starstruck where you're like oh man well was it, recently was it kenny the, loggins it was kenny loggins <laughs> wasn't it i don't remember kenny loggins coming on there was a guy though that i was trying to remember his name and he uh, he's got a one he was like a one-hit wonder guy and he oh, came kenny to the, the studio <laughs> and he knew who i was i thought that was cool um who's another guy who uh, Steve the, 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 most, the person I was most happy to see was the person I didn't remember their name, but I'm just no, no, no. It was just <laughs> when these people know who I am, I always think it's weird because I'm never on. Oh, I'm right, never yeah. doing anything, and yeah. you know, uh, but uh, Jimmy Vaughn, I'm uh, I was at a party. And I said, Hey, Mr. Vaughn, nice to meet you. He's like, Rob, dude, it's nice to meet you. And I'm like, Whoa, that's cool. He goes, I'm a big fan. I'm like, Oh, wow, that's. That's pretty neat. Um, but I think the first time I met General Flynn, I was a little in awe. But I'll tell you this, um, which makes me think a lot of the military, like, you know, these generals put on airs, like they have a aura around them. But mm-hmm. they're, man, these people are all normal, except maybe General Milley. He's probably not normal. Um and who else? The Lloyd, Lloyd Austin's probably not normal. These guys have something wrong with them. But, you know, um, yeah, General Flynn was just a normal guy. And, you know, I'm not sure how, if 
I think he was the kind of guy, the general, who was actually good at his job and moved up. And then he got to a point where things didn't look right. But I don't know if he really knows. You know, people like to say, oh, he knows where the bodies are buried, he knows where the bodies are buried. And maybe they got rid of him so quickly that he couldn't get that information out. But you would think he would be able to get it out in other ways. And it, you know, I haven't seen him, you know, reveal where the bodies are buried. So I don't know if he really knows that. You know, it's hard to tell with him because he was kind of all in on the Q stuff. At least he was portraying himself that way. But yeah, yeah, he did. It it seems like they took him down because he knew uh, about a lot of like the uh, funding terrorists in the Middle East. Right. And I think that was a lot of the ISIS stuff that and I I believe he does know a lot about that because he was doing army stuff before that. But we never. The thing is, we always hear, like, oh, so-and-so's got the goods, so-and-so's got the goods, but we don't see the goods like we see in Arizona. Oh, we've got evidence. Here's all this evidence. Here's every- We have all this stuff. Nobody gets arrested. There's no more hearings. Well, I haven't heard anything from this Cyber Ninja report that was supposedly amazing and has all this information in it, yet nothing happens. Crickets afterwards. The Look at the Maxwell and- trial. We don't know shit sure. what's going on there. Oh. And uh, like, I guess they were going to make Epstein squeal, but they faked his death and got him out of prison and he's living on an island by himself now. So who knows? Like, yeah, it's there's been so much. Uh, there's been so much false hope. It's like, I don't know when is there is anybody ever going to get arrested? It's always just a fall guy or a patsy. Yeah. Who's been indicted so far for the start of the Russian report? People we've never heard of. I never heard of Sussman until they arrested him or indicted him. Alec I never heard Baldwin, of this Russian uh, guy. shot the wife of a guy that was was indicted, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he was indicted. He worked no, on a, a he worked at a, a law an firm. attorney or something like that. Yeah, yeah. he worked on a law firm um, that did work. I think either worked for Hillary Clinton, and so people were saying, "Oh, he's trying to cover up for something." But or she, you know, she was making pedophile documentaries, which I don't know if there's even any evidence of that other than people saying it. There was, a, there, like was a, a, the, the there was a. Have you guys seen the like Alex article? I think two articles I read that she was working on a documentary exposing pedophilia in Hollywood. But yeah, I never dug past the uh, article itself because there have been articles or documentaries about pedophilia in Hollywood, and I've watched a few of them. I think what uh, Corey Feldman put one out, and Alec Baldwin and, was in the Black Book, Epstein's Black Book. <laughs> yeah. And, but, you know, uh, but who do we care about? We only care about Trump, you know? It's, it's very weird. And now he's saying he didn't shoot her. I don't know how you shoot someone and then say, I didn't shoot her. The gun shot her. It was, it was a, uh, oh, he, he was just holding it. The SUV and, uh, brought the gun. He didn't pull the trigger the and he didn't point it at her. It was a magic gun. I think J- uh, JCD said it was a remote controlled gun. Yeah. <laughs> a drone um, gun. Have you guys seen the meme floating around of that says, uh, uh, Alec Baldwin has killed more people than uh, Omicron? Yeah. <laughs> Fact check that one, assholes. Yeah, that's a good one. It's mostly false. <laughs> Alec Baldwin I, I like said to, in an interview he didn't kill her. He I like the, the USA, uh, USA Today fact check. It was like, uh, fact check, the COVID vaccines are will not cause a zombie outbreak. <laughs> it's like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now Whew. I think it probably will cause a zombie outbreak. But yeah, uh, uh, wrapping up a Patriot Front, they've been around so much that in 2015, they made an appearance down under. Found this one. 
from around Australia they converged. A thousand or so protesters nominally here to stop a mosque. In reality, though... By the way, this is pre-COVID, so she's saying mosque, as in where Muslims worship, not stop a mosque mandate. Wait, what year was this? 2015. But I thought, wait, I thought Patriot Front wasn't founded until 2017 by a 13-year-old in Texas. Well, they they, uh, they run the side. He's 46. I'm sure Russia and France have their own Patriot Front. To stop a mosque. In reality, though, this demonstration was about much more. At the end of the day, you can either be a Muslim or an Australian. It must be either or because the two do not correlate and do not correspond. The rally was organized by the United Patriots Front, a nationalist movement that sprung up only United in the last six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that could be a coincidence, but I found a couple like, examples of yeah. Patriot Front in different countries. Like was it founded by a guy Judea. in Dallas? Yeah. <laughs> Some four-year-old kid? Yeah. It started on the message boards. Is that all we get? No more of that clip? I mean, it's like a 12-minute report. I can put it in the show notes, okay. but that's all I clipped from it. It goes into uh, it goes into all kinds of stuff. But I've, fuck it, let's uh, let's let's wrap with Patriot Front and get into some better stuff because this is fucking uh, CNN, the best of the bunch here. Uh, yeah, a chilling sight in the nation's capital. A white nationalist <gasps> known as the Patriot Front <laughs> descended on the National Mall over the weekend. You notice how they. You notice how they, they made the boots marching in there? I heard that. Yeah, yeah. They, they got they the boots that. and the drums marching to make it sound scarier. Front descended on the National Mall over the weekend. Its members wore masks. Some carried plastic shields. And according <gasps> to their banner, they were marching, as they put it, to reclaim America. Ugh. Joining me now, early start anchor and CNN correspondent Laura <laughs> Jarrett. Back with the CNN senior political analyst, John Avalon. Look, Look. Yeah, we can agree that, that, that this agree. one is too many. Right. To, yes. to see anyone marching uh, a white supremacist to the Lincoln Memorial is a sight that none of us ever wants to see. There's something almost too on the nose about having a bunch of guys mm. dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something yeah. a little too something on the about nose it. about it. For fucking sure. <laughs> There's something a little too on the nose about a bunch, a bunch of guys dressed up. Yeah, I agree with you until she goes into this. There's something almost too on the nose about having a bunch of guys dressed up like they're ready to go to war dressed up with like battle armor and shields because there was That's no battle armor war. there was wait, no I battle armor wait, there were shitty plastic there was like shitty plastic like dungeons and dragons level shields like this was am yeah. i the only one that realized that she just assumed their pronouns right there on tv oh no oh. <laughs> wow so you guys you guys didn't go to war carrying a plastic trash can lid and wearing a and wearing khaki pants only if I'm a Fed. <laughs> There's something almost too on the nose about having a bunch of guys on the nose. Dressed oh, you're up Jewish, like right? They're ready to go to war, dressed up with <laughs> like battle armor and shields, because in their minds, the Civil War never ended, right? right. And what they're chanting well, is always the Civil so War, telling: too. "Reclaim America." When was America ever taken? And when who was it taken from? And by whom? Well, they feel the like bankers it's been taken from but, white folks. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. The global elite bankers. Yeah, uh, from but white no, folk uh, is what he said. White folk. 
<laughs> like it's been taken from but, white folks. But since when are brown and black people ahead, right? So it's since when are, <laughs> since when are white men still on top? applying logic to their anxiety. My, yeah. my point is to say there is just there's something so well, remarkable about having a self-avowed white nationalist, white supremacist, war, w- walking, marching on um, a the walking and marching. somebody who signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just sort of exemplifies the country's ongoing struggle with racism. Yeah. And, and, and look, the fact that it, we're seeing an acceleration in the wake of Charlottesville, that these are young <laughs> folks and they're masking. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> in the year 2060, in the wake of Charlottesville. That's what we're going to hear. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> in the wake like of Charlottesville. Char- these guys with torches really scared us. Yeah, it'll be like 300 years in the future. Yeah. And uh, in the I wake know, of Charlottesville. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is Donald Trump's America in the year 2400. <laughs> People carrying torches and trash can lids. Here they come. In the wake of Charlottesville. That these are young folks and they're masking and they're carrying shields and battle armor. Which wait, wait, wait. are we supposed to thing? mask? Yeah, <laughs> mask up. to be masking. Jesus Christ. I know your mustache is cool. Young folks and they're masking and they're carrying <laughs> shields and battle armor, which of course is a sign of their own weakness. These are weak, anxious people. Wait, trying if you wear a mask, it's to a find definition thing? and strength in this kind of exactly. militaristic white nationalist nonsense. The reason it's more than just a bunch of clowns trying to, to march on the on the Lincoln Memorial is the ADL found that uh, this oh, particular oh, oh, back to the ADL. There it is. <laughs> thank God we have the ADL to make sense of all this. Oh God, what does Borat think about this? I <laughs> found that uh, this particular group, Patriot Front, was responsible for eighty percent of the white supremacist propaganda found on campus and elsewhere in in twenty twenty. The other 20% was the CIA. <laughs> so, and it's a young person. This one group was responsible for 80% of all white supremacist propaganda? Yeah, the group that just popped out of nowhere. Run uh, by a kid in a dorm. <laughs> in his blurry house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine found. if this kid has this much power? I mean, what are we doing? Like, why do we even do anything? We should just become kids in colleges because they're the most powerful uh, form of energy, I think, in the in the United States at this point. Uh, it's not about the credit, Rob. But it's not, it's not about credit, but it no, is. That's true. But Patriot it is. Front was responsible for 80% of the white supremacist propaganda found on campus and elsewhere in, in 2020. On so, campus and, it's and a young elsewhere. Person's this isn't just a bunch <laughs> of old cranks waving their fist at the sky about how the country's well, old man yells at club. I will tell you, they were wearing masks. Though. One of the things I felt that was most <gasps> chilling about Charlottesville was people walking around unmasked saying, here I am. I have no shame over this. Mm-hmm. You know, we are free to express ourselves because that's where we think we are in this country right now. They <gasps> didn't want their identities known. Yeah. There. I wonder why. <laughs> you are of, a loser. Everyone hates you. Oh, yeah. These people are fucking retarded. These people are I mean, sick. They uh, it is just well, I mean, they're running they're running the script. I mean, if anybody doesn't believe that they're in on the joke. Hey, we got to we got to do a news report on this fed group. <laughs> I'm always ba- okay. let me tell you, I'm always back and forth, man. It's like sometimes the people in the media uh, and the like, whether it's alternative independent media or mainstream, 
I'm I'm back and forth. Like, are they getting paid to repeat talking points, or are they just this dumb, right? Or are they just actually retarded? What the hell? Is somebody calling, calling? Somebody's calling. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hey, what's good, uh, Sir Sir Sitters? Booberry. Hey, Booberry. What's calling... going on? You're on the air with Rob Dew and Cretchen. Cretchen, good to talk with you again, Rob Dew. Nice to meet you. Hope you all what are up? doing well. Oh, by the way, Cretchen, uh, Charlie Robinson told me to tell you hi when I, he was on earlier. Sweet. Almost forgot. Charlie. Charlie's not here right now, though. Well, thanks. Booberry also. Hey, by Charlie the way, Cretchen. Hey, Cretchen. Booberry says hi. <laughs> oh, yeah, t- tell Booberry I said hi next time. He's next hey, time. Uh, Booberry, Christian says hi, and Rob Dew also says hi. I thought I met Booberry and was on a podcast with him before. Was that the same Booberry or was that a different Booberry? I believe that was uh, a different one. As far as I'm aware of oh. Yeah, it's probably the, I know. Uh, I uh, believe it or not, Rob. I know at least three to four booberries. There you go. It was probably the furniture magnet booberry, which exists. That's the only other booberry I can find. <laughs> the furniture magnet. Uh, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is, is he the sofa king? Uh, I- <laughs> so fucking cool. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm, I'm just calling real quick to express my displeasure at the use of that marching snare drum that they had. Like, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be bringing props, you should at least drill so that everybody is walking in formation, in step, in unison. Like, I feel like that's you know that really seals the mental picture of like, holy shit, this is the new greatest and most dangerous terror threat. And I only say this because I did reenacting Rev War as a marching snare drummer for eight fucking years before I got to college. And, uh, you know, we would drill all the time, making sure all the soldiers would uh, march in unison. I just, it seems like a, a big oversight on the Fed's part. I'm highly disappointed. Highly disappointed in him. Oh, no, this wasn't Fed's. This was a kid out of his college dorm room. Yeah, there's no proof it was Fed's. No proof? We say so. <laughs> Man, it's 23. I was just getting fucking blackout drunk all the time. <laughs> like, what happened to the good old days? <laughs> the good old white days are over, son. <laughs> good old. Oh, um, yeah. No, it's white boy winter now. Nick Fuentes uh, has got to get on white boy winter. There, there's a... Uh, I don't know. Owen Schroyer, when he when he confronted Aide Skrillex and Carl the Cuck, if you watch the whole video, if you can still find it online, I don't even know if it's, I'm sure somebody has the full thing, but there's a, a black guy who's debating Owen, which is actually the better of the debate stuff going on. And at one point he looks at Owen, and he goes, the good old white days are over. <laughs> and I love that. That to me is one of the best. I don't, nobody clips that. Like that's one of the best. The good old white days are over. <laughs> oh my God. I'm going to go lay down and show oh, yeah. them my belly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I, will, uh, I will be sure to circle back and check that one out. It was, uh, who was the cuck? What, what was this? Who, uh, Carl the cuck and AIDS Skrillex. That guy looks so much like Skrillex that I thought it was actually Skrillex in that video. <laughs> See, I didn't even know who Skrillex was, but I thought the name AIDS Skrillex was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, let's see. The mental, mental, uh, mental pitch. What drives me crazy it's not, is you're hating. Not, well, yeah. What are you drinking on, Boober? You drinking on things or not? Uh, 
I'm actually going to go crack a big bottle of uh, some bourbon beer once Nick the Rat goes live with Carolyn tonight. What drives me crazy not, is you're hating me right now no, I love because you. you're not drinking. There's a lot of know your meme stuff about the beam, but I don't know if you can even find the original um, anymore. Because they, when they killed our YouTube channel, that's where it was for a long time. But What the, year was that? Uh, it was 2016, I believe. It was definitely election okay. year. For sure. uh, oh, there's a two-minute version. There's a car. Oh, there's a 10-minute version. Number five, eight, versus Trump supporters. That, the 10-minute one's probably the closest. Oh, uh, here's an hour. No, oh, wow. A, yeah, you send, me, send, me, uh, send, me, <laughs> send me those, Rob. I'll put them in the show notes for people to check out. Because I've, I've only seen the super cut of it. I've never seen the actual like full unedited thing. Oh, and there's a bunch of different guys arguing with him. Let's see. Yep, this is the guy. God, I wish I had more than one beer here. I would keep opening beers. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, uh, Booger, right. you want a, well, you want a you cookie it. before you go? That's him right there. Can I give you a cookie? 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 Oh, a cookie. Ooh, there's a transcript. I can even find exactly when he says white days. White days. Hey, you give your lawns fluoride? Hell no, we don't give them fluoride. I mean, that's something that really sinks in for people. All right, here, I found the clip. I love these transcript things. So the good old white days are over, he says it. Here it goes. I can't hear that. Oh, you can't hear it? No, but oh, if you send bummer. it to me, I can play it. All right. Send me a send me a timestamp. We'll fix I'll this in post. We'll yeah, fix yeah. it in post. Let's see. Fuck it. We'll do it live. And the crowd goes. <laughs> ah, ah. Now I gotta. I have to get it from. Oh wait, did you send me an email? You didn't send me an email, did you? I sure didn't. But I'll uh, I'll wait on the link. All right. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> What's your email? Uh, just send it on Nogena Social if you want, or you can go to. Oh God, I'm not. On, I'm on my computer, not on my phone. Uh, get okay, Sir C. Sitter at protonmail.com. <laughs> Live radio, people. This is how it goes. It was bad radio. No, I have to do it on my phone. Boo. That's okay. <laughs> We'll get it. We'll get this All before, right, gonna, before I get out of here. <clears throat> I'll catch you guys later. It was nice to chat with you again, uh, Sister Steve Sitter. Give Cretchen my best and uh, do. I'll te- uh, check you later, man. Hey, Cretchen. Right Booger says hi. Check you later. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, hey, y'all. Cretchen. Hey. Hey, Cretchen. What's up? Booger says hi. Hello. <laughs> Uh, that was Booberry from uh, Behind the Schemes, everybody. It was uh, live every Monday night. All right. Link coming over. Uh, on, the, on the phone or on the... Uh, I'm going to send it to you on the phone. I'm, right. I'm somewhat literate on this. Sir. I only have one. No, no, it is Sir Sir Seat Sitter even on my phone. Um, okay, go to 320 or three. 319 on this clip. All right. This is, this is I'm going to take, I'm going to have to massage this a little bit because I'm going to have to send this from my phone. 
oh, yeah. to my Twitter and then pull it it's up on terrible. there. Oh, sorry. That was <laughs> 10 minutes long. I don't know if you can't. Well, I guess you could send the link to your Twitter. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. Well, <clears throat> it happens. What is all this stuff? <laughs> all right, here we go. Link sent. Took it, copied it from you, sent it over here. Now it's back over here. Now I'm getting over here. Got it over you here. You know, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but it's amazing that we can do this with the information now. It, it truly is a marvel that I'm able to get a video, send it to you, give you a time code, and you can play it live on the air to people who are, uh, you know, trolling on the on the web stream. Didn't think so. Didn't think so. Let's bring it back to black people being killed by police. Okay. What has Trump said about that? What about white people being killed by police? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Mexico has a- uh, I, I, I admire the amount of work before I continue this. I admire the amount of work that it takes for you guys to play videos like this on Infowars and stream it out to the radio and have to bleep out everything. Oh, yeah. That's a pain in the ass sometimes. But that's terrestrial radio rules. I, by the way, well, I guess I shouldn't. Allegedly. In Minecraft, I've heard some F-bombs slip through onto the AM radio <laughs> when I'm listening to the car. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> but I Owen dropped one the other day. I was like, whoa. Everybody likes you guys so much that I don't think they report it, you know? Yeah, and it has to be the right, you know, because the people that are listening to us that hate us are all just getting it off of their streams because they don't even know what a radio is. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's... I love being able to turn on the radio and listening to Alex just in the car. And even in, even on my honeymoon in Colorado, like I skimmed, I, I must, you know, the seek button that skips between like FM stations. Oh, I yeah, hit seek yeah. twice and I heard Alex talking like oh, wow, all the way on the cool. West coast. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. It was so on, cool. On AM. That's my amazing. wife was like, oh my God, Alex is here too. She was like, I don't want to listen to this anymore. Yeah. I was like, everybody's no, wife like, is like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. The wall on their southern border. Is that racist? No, racist. Just 2016, not 1916. What's the good old white days are over with. The good old white days are over with. What? If they're so good, and if they're good old, if they're good, why, why, why would they need to be over? You should say the bad old white days. No more of them days, bro. It's over. That's the not good racist. Old, no, that's I'm racist, truth. though. That's I'm racist. That's not racist. That's I'm racist. racist. That's that's racist. That's 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 racist. racist. That's You've never truth. experienced that's oppression in your truth. entire fucking you life. Neither have I. You don't know me. You're a fucking a white male. You're a white male. That's your tagline right there. Bullshit. That's what Bernie Sanders said. That's what Bernie Sanders said. No, Yeah, you did. So again, I state facts like Louis Farrakhan endorses Trump. They say it doesn't happen. I state facts like Bernie. Did he call him Louis Farrakhan? Uh, yeah, I think maybe he did. Yeah, and I don't know if Louis Farrakhan actually endorsed Trump, but he did. I think he endorsed Trump. You're a white candidate. I think he did. Your, I think he said don't. I think he said vote for Trump over Hillary, but he didn't like yeah. say like I love Trump. Right. I, I gotta just make sure he said the Louis Farrakhan. Right. Bullshit! That's what Bernie Sanders said. That's what Bernie Sanders said. No, yeah, he did. So again, I, I state facts like Louis Farrakhan endorses Trump. Louis Farrakhan. Yeah, Louis, Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. Louis. Why did you say Louis Farrakhan? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just he's just good friends with him. He's not Louis. He's Louis. I've had dinner with Louis Farrakhan. Louis. I know Louis. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, I've been to the compound in. Uh, Arizona, Phoenix. Man. Some nice fellows. Oh, I got a couple are. of questions after we stop Nation the recording. I got to ask you, Rob. 
Oh, man. Uh, shoot. What else is there to cover? I mean, I got more clips on Patriot Front, but I think we really covered the basics of it, so I think I'll save that for never. Yeah. Stop while we're behind is what I always say on things like this. Exactly. I mean, we're not yeah. going to get... We know what it is. You're not going to get anywhere at this point. You know? Yeah. But listening... I love listening to those other people. Um, those... What were those? News people from what? MSNB what? Something? M- that were MS, yeah. MSNBC, uh, ABC, CNN. They are a bunch of dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. I always liked... I always liked... Uh, CBS, the CIA Broadcasting System, but then somebody else pointed out a better one is CIA BS, CIA bullshit. I like that one better. And what is this we're listening to? I was just like, I was gonna start talking about something sad, but I ended up not doing that. So there's just sad piano music in the background for no reason. <laughs> for no, uh, no purpose. Yeah. Oh man. What's well, sad? What happened? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what what did happen that was sad? Uh, Pearl Harbor, nine eleven, uh, Parkland. Um, uh, what else? Uh, uh, oh, Charlottesville. Post Charlottesville. Charlottesville. Yeah, this is a, we're in a post Charlotte. The good old post Charlottesville days are over, my friend. Yeah. Now we're pre- <laughs> we're back to pre Charlottesville because there's another so one coming anytime. Is Charlottesville is that the benchmark we're using to the 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 miles is that is that the the, the milestone for like uh, when events happen? I thought it was January sixth. Did we go back? I was always more of a fan of Charlotte's Web. January sixth was post Charlottesville. I can I could definitely uh, attest the to pig that. It was definitely post. Yeah, and the rat, you know, and like the. But, but I I thought January sixth <laughs> was the worst day since the Civil War. More more the Civil War January sixth than than they did in the Civil War. The Civil War is pre-post Charlottesville. It's too early. Because we're about to have another Civil War. You know what Axel Rose said, man? Fuck What's em. so civil about war anyway? Ah, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 uh. I think I think now is a good time to stop the recording. We can chit chat for a minute. It's uh, this has been episode one hundred and twenty six. Do want to know what this has been? Episode one hundred twenty five of Abs in a Six Pack with Rob Dew of Infowars, Sir Ducifer, and Cratchit, aka Sir Not Appearing on this podcast of OBDM. The links to find OBDM, the links to find Infowars, the links to find some of the videos we talked about. All that'll be in the show notes. Uh, anything you guys uh, need to tell the people about before we uh, wrap up the uh, recorded version of this episode, gentlemen? Just remember, everything now is post-Charlottesville. What is all this stuff? I, I was holding the harmonica upside down. That's even worse. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Recording stopped. Do you know who also, you know, wore, wore masks and faith co- face coverings? I mean, I don't want to think no, we're going to no, take I'm too not, much. I'm not, but, but I'm saying there's a difference. There's fact. a difference here. And yeah. I, I, I do, you know, I don't know whether it's not that they think that the attitude in the country is different towards the message that they're delivering or not. I just, you know, I, I, it is it is notable. But the question is really what has changed since Charlottesville, right? I mean, that's 2017. Mm-hmm. The FBI director, to your point, to the, the idea that we dismiss this as sort of fringe actors, the FBI director, right? Chris Ray has told us that the number one threat to this country, domestic terrorism-wise, 
is white supremacy. He has said that this is on par with ISIS. And the question is, since Charlottesville, what have we done? What what has the government well, done to address I mean, this? There, there, there has been legal accountability and culpability, as we saw, I mean, in a verdict, uh, you know, in, in Charlottesville, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to the tune of $26 million. That but, may be why they were masked, by the way. And it may very well be. And, and none of that changes the fact that these folks are cowards. Everyone who runs to a, find security in a blood and soil movement is because they are weak and they're trying to pretend they're strong. But we also shouldn't underestimate the historical resonance of this, which is why Laura's saying it. And the fact that this is a current issue in our country that we need to confront. When they come masked and carrying battle shields to the Lincoln Memorial, you know, pay attention, folks, because this is a problem that we need to confront. This virus of, of hate and, and white supremacy and white nationalism in our country uh, is not done yet. The only Lord good Sean. thing is this one didn't turn violent. But the next one could, and that's always the concern. Lord Chair, John Avalon, thank you very much. Allow me a personal question. I, I know that you don't particularly, that you're not particularly fond of answering personal questions, but you and your wife, Dr. Tuerci, you play such a central role in the development of the virus, in the development of the virus, in the development of the virus. I have heard that you yourself have not taken the, uh, the vaccine yet. Why not? So I am, I am uh, legally not allowed to take the vaccine at the moment. We, of course, consider uh, to make that possible. It is more important for us that our co-workers and partners uh, get vaccinated. So we, our goal is to produce more than 1.3 billion doses in, in 2021. And, and that can only be done if we can really continue to work 24-7 without any interruption. And we need to ensure that, in, uh, that we protect the, the co-workers and our team members from, from COVID-19 COVID infection, because that would mean interruption and delay uh, and waste of vaccine doses. And therefore, we consider to make an extra batch uh, uh, independent from the, from the European con contingent uh, available to, to, to collaboration partners who are supporting us and to our team members. But I understand why, why are you not legally allowed to take the vaccine? Because you know that, uh, that there, is, there is a pri priority. The vaccine is not allowed uh, uh, to, 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 to be taken outside of this priority list. And what is also important, we were even not allowed to participate in clinical trials because, because, uh, because per law, uh, it, is, it is not possible to include company people yeah, into such trials, which is really fine. But now we have to deal with the more important, important challenge that we need to ensure functionality of our whole company, of our teams. And therefore, this is needed. And, and I think we will find a, a legal and, uh, and fair solution for that. Dr. Shahin, many thanks. Hello, abs in a six-pack. Abs in a six-pack! A-B-S-N-A-6, the number, P-A-C-K dot com. Just like what the hell is this? I was eating jalapenos during the break. 